It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Should the Dallas Cowboys leave Tyler Smith at left tackle in 2023? All that and more this episode of Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM app. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise, then this app is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the App Store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in the game. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCP. Landon, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, excited to kind of continue on our uh, path of reviewing the 2022 season. Uh, we've reached a, a, a position that we like to talk about a lot, the offensive line. Uh, so I'm excited to get to get chatting about it. Uh, all right. Big question about the offensive tackles kind of coming out of the 2022 season. How did you think they played as a group? <clears throat> well, I, I think considering the injuries that they sustained, uh, they played pretty well. I mean, you have to think that like, from a from a depth point of view, the Cowboys got an incredible amount of, uh, of high level offensive tackles on their team. I mean, at, at least at high level at one point. But I, I think that you all, you could say that all four, and really, I think you ended up having maybe five or six tackles that played for the Cowboys throughout the season. But the four ones who mainly played, uh, I think, played very well. And I think what you've really seen the top line for me is that you've got two young players who are ascending and, and Terrence Steele and Tyler Smith that you feel like uh, can be a bright future for you. Uh, the question is exactly how do you arrange all these pieces in a way that makes sense? Um, and I think that that's something that honestly they were continuing to try to figure out even as the season kind of continued on. And, and I, I, I think their choices became limited as injuries came on the set. But I think before that, they weren't. They were still trying to figure out exactly what the configuration was that they liked. So, just a little timeline, just to remind everybody, kind of what happened. So, we get to training camp. Matt Willetsko gets hurt in the first practice. I think it's the first or second pad of practice. Um, he battles through it. Eventually, he goes on the the season ending IR list. I think he played a handful of snaps all season long. Tyron Smith goes down midway through August, kind yeah. of that what the last couple practices before I mean uh, after they had gotten back from Oxnard they were already back in Dallas that's how close they were to the season at that point so they open up the year with Tyler Smith at left tackle Terrence Steele starts at right tackle and everything seems fine and then you know they're starting to run the ball really well and then Terrence Steele tears his ACL just in time for Tyron Smith to get back 
who plays a little bit of right tackle. They experiment with Jason Peters playing left tackle. Jason Peters gets hurt, so now they got to swing Tyler Smith back out to left tackle. I mean, they just had so many injuries on the the offensive tackle spot. But for that to be one of their strengths coming out of the season is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the fact that they never actually got to play a single game with their starting offensive line that they had kind of, you know, penciled in for the start of the regular season. I mean, it's a testament to the resiliency of the group. And 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 look, I, I understand we got rid of, of Philbin and, and there was some conflicts there. And, and, and But I, I have to give a little bit of hat tip to him because, I mean, to kind of shuffle all those different combinations of offensive line and still have something resembling close to uh, a successful offensive line at different points in the season uh, was a was a real tribute to the players, obviously, but yep. also to Philbin yep. and Blesco and the job that they did. All right, we're going to talk about all these offensive tackles. The big one, though, to me is Tyler Smith. Yeah, the Cowboys drafted him to be a left guard. That's where he played right away in mini camp, in training camp, and then all of a sudden forced to start at left tackle. And I think, I mean, he ended up starting almost every game there. Uh, what do you want to see the Cowboys do with Tyler Smith? going into next year. And how do you think he played this year? I think he played fantastic. I mean, I think if you just like based on expectations, based on what the projections were for many folks about how, you know, he was going to fall flat. Uh, I Including think for me, flew, I was just wrong on him. Go ahead. I think he, I think he flew in the face in that a lot. And, and I think that really it's, uh, it's having an effect on my evaluation this year with offensive linemen is that, to me, I have now, uh, and this is not just like a, a one-player thing. This has been a, this was the straw that broke the camel's back situation. Give me the offensive linemen that come into the NFL with ready-made NFL strength. I, I'm just done with this whole waiting on offensive linemen to get into an NFL weight room and and develop strength and core that it's just never going to happen. And There's so many of these guys that we just say, oh, get them in an NFL weight room, and then he'll have the core strength, he'll have the anchor. It just doesn't happen. I would rather work with Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith will, came into this league with the strength to, to crush defensive ends and tackles. I, I would rather harness that. And I think what you saw was a guy who had that strength, but then combined with the fact that he is a, a tireless worker, he gets it. Like he gets it at a level that you don't see these kids usually get it. And he worked with the right people to get his technique to where it wanted to be. Is he a top 10 offensive tackle yet? I don't think so. But I think he's well on his way because he has the tools and he's getting better in his technique every single week. Uh, and he has the, the drive. So I, I think the, the Tyler Smith pick was a home run. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys are getting enough credit for it, especially considering how much flack they took for it up front. Uh, of of drafting the right guy, developing him, and developing him in such a way, again, let's <laughs> he spent the entire – of spring and through training camp playing left guard, like focusing on getting him ready for left guard. And after playing mostly left tackle almost his whole life, and then they get him right to the regular season and boom, uh, Tyron Smith gets hurt. And guess what? You're playing left tackle against, uh, uh, against the NFL uh, without any kind of training camp, without any kind of practice. Here you go, buddy. And he, and he got ready in a week and a half and played basically the whole season at left tackle and, and wasn't, not only wasn't a detriment to this team, but was good well, at very many other, points. He was incredible. The other thing that I would add is he's playing in his first playoff game 
right against Tampa Bay on Monday Night Football on the road. Yeah. And four snaps in, Jason Peters gets hurt at left tackle. And it's like, okay, now you've been preparing all week to play left guard. Go slide out to left tackle and don't give up any pressures. It's exactly what it did. So for him to do that as a rookie is pretty impressive. It's incredibly impressive. And 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 I think, you know, again, like we saw all the kind of uh, uh, all pro teams that came out, rookie all pro, uh, not all pro teams, but the all rookie teams that came out and like all the honors. And, and there's there's offensive tackles that, you know, that maybe you could have an argument that maybe played better than Tyler Smith throughout the year. There weren't there weren't offensive linemen that had to go through what Tyler Smith had right. to go through and play the way that Tyler Smith did. So that's what's inc- incredibly impressive to me. Give this guy an opportunity to get stable in a position throughout the offseason through training camp and play that same position at the regular season next year. Who knows where this kid can go? Should also mention the youngest offensive lineman in the class. So God, I mean, I know progression isn't always linear like we like to mm. think it is in the NFL, but for somebody who came from a smaller school that bounced around between positions, uh, that's still learning the technique part of being an offensive tackle, uh, it's exciting. So you didn't answer my question, though. Where do you want to see him play next oh, year? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, it was probably because I don't want to answer the that. question. Uh, you know, look, I, I think it's hard, you know, because it's a, it's about my evaluation of, of Tyron Smith and where he's going to be uh, next year. Because obviously the choice is not is not just, you know, do you want Tyler Smith to play left tackle or left guard? It's like, do you, do you trust that Tyron Smith has got another year left in him uh, and, and, you know, kind of moving Tyler Smith inside my concern with playing him at guard is that obviously you're, he's also going to be your swing tackle again, right? Like if, or he's all, not, maybe not your swing tackle, but your backup left tackle at the very least. Right. So I, I tend to think that that's probably where they'll go. They'll probably try to see if they can get one more year out of Tyron Smith and then have Tyler inside with the idea that he would also be the backup left tackle. I guess that's where I would want them to. Um, But I I think that that also is kind of presupposing that Tyron Smith is going to be able to play at a high level next year and that he isn't going to just, you know, end up getting injured three games into the season and having Tyler Smith slide out to left tackle anyways. So I think the Cowboys have got to solve if Tyron Smith is going to be on this team next year. And I know this is a conversation about tackles, not guards, but if if Tyron Smith is going to be on this team next year as a left tackle, I think the Cowboys need to solve guard. Like they, they, they got to pretend like Tyler Smith isn't necessarily going to be their starter at left guard and go draft someone because it's only a matter of time before Tyron gets injured and you're kicking Tyler back outside. And now suddenly you need that guard and he's got to be ready to play. Let's talk a little bit more about Tyron Smith and what he could offer for the Cowboys in 2023. Uh, All that next. This episode is brought to you by the ultimate football GM app. You've heard us talking about this mobile game before, and I can't tell you how much fun I had competing against the other locked on NFL hosts. Chris Carter locked on Steelers, by the way, was our champion. Well, now it's your turn to compete. More on this in just a little bit. But if if you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise, well, your dream can come true because this game is definitely for you. You're going to manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through seasons, and lead your team to glory trying to build a dynasty. With the Ultimate Football GM app, you're going to be responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of the season. 
all of this in a challenging and realistic game world. The Ultimate Football GM app is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want to and when you want to. We've created a locked-on league for our listeners to compete against. Uh, can you be the ultimate locked-on football GM? Choose the locked-on league in the app to join. See if you can create a football dynasty. Locked-on Cowboy listeners will get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON in the game store that is LOCKEDON in all caps. So make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app store. That is ultimate-gm.com, ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Landon. Tyron Smith. Uh, This is the last year of his deal. The Cowboys could get out of it if they decided to cut him. They cut him before June 1. They could save about $10 If they designate him as a post June one cut, thirteen point six million. What would you like to see the Cowboys do here? This is really hard. You know, Ty- Tyron Smith is one of my favorite Cowboys of all time. Honestly, yeah, <clears throat> um, really been a huge fan of his for a long time. The money he's got, the money situation has to be solved. I mean, I, I think he's scheduled to make something like what do you say, seventeen million this year? Or is, I think his I think cap that's what his from- cap number is. Uh, yeah, his. He's scheduled you know, the cap number seventeen. He's going to make about thirteen million from them in base salary. So maybe you try to figure out a way to kind of figure out that money a little bit. Uh, maybe you know, see how see what it, how much he's willing to play. I mean, first of all, we don't know that he's definitely coming back. I'm assuming that he is coming back because uh, we, we have, haven't we heard, heard that he's not. Let's just yeah, we haven't that. heard that he's not. So I would find out exactly you know what his interest is and how long he wants to play and maybe see if you can add some void years to the contract or whatever. But you need to figure out the money if you want Tyler Ty Smith to come back. I tend to think that if you're going to try to play it that way, which I think you absolutely can, you have to insure yourself uh, for for you know if and when he gets injured. I mean, there's just <laughs> there hasn't been a season in the last few years that he hasn't been injured. So and, and he hasn't missed right? significant games. So you like having him on the field when he's there. You were you're incredibly impressed with the way he was able to switch from left to right tackle like that. I'd love and what I saw in training camp he, last year, he looked good at different points. He looked like ready to go. So I'd love to see him back and, and try to play left tackle and 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 see how long he can make it. But the Cowboys have got to find a way to insulate themselves. They have a, a solution at left tackle clearly in Tyler Smith that they can swing him back out there if they need to. But, but I also think that, you know, the Cowboys have got to find something at guard in order to kind of make sure that when that happens, you're not just, you know, oh, okay, well, we're now shorthanded a little bit. You need to have a starter level guard ready to go when Tyler Smith kicks out to left tackle when Tyron Smith gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. A um, couple of things. First of all, I don't see Tyron Smith coming back as a swing tackle. Like I, I just mm-hmm. I don't I see him so. doing that. And I don't see the yeah. Cowboys wanting to bring him back as a swing tackle. Like if he if he decides to come back, I think it's gonna be as a left tackle only. 
Do you think yeah. that's fair? Yes, I agree that. Yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I know he played well at right tackle at the end of the year, but I don't think Tyron's all that interested in doing that over the course of, of a full season. I could be wrong, but I, well, I think it's, it's something to point out and something we got to talk about it too. Terrence Steele is probably the best offensive tackle you have right now. I mean, like, you know, well, let's, I, just, I'm, let's talk about Terrence Steele. So yeah, Terrence Steele was playing out of his mind in the first 11 games Absolutely. of the season towards ACL. He's a restricted free agent. I would think that the Cowboys are going to bring him back on a, a the second round tender, which is 4.3 million because that's just, I mean, that's less than what swing tackles are getting paid now. But there is a real chance that he's not ready for week one, right? Like, he had a pretty significant knee injury at the end of the year. Do you bring Tyron Smith back and have him play right tackle and play Tyler Smith at left tackle with the idea that, hey, we might not be getting Terrence Steele back until week six, week seven? It's crazy how these <laughs> how these conversations lead from one player to another kind of organically. I think I would consider if Jason Peters is coming back, playing him at right tackle. You know, that seems to me to be the best kind of stopgap is like you've got a veteran guy, you don't want to expose him to a bunch of snaps. You just get him ready to play, like maybe if he needs to play the first game and then he can like step back if it like if the Cowboys want to bring him back. But I do think that the Cowboys need to figure out um a short-term solution at right tackle just in case Steele isn't back. Um, and I agree that I don't know that Tyron is going to figure into that necessarily, or should he figure into that necessarily? Um, I, I, what I don't want to do is like trying to get, you know, Tyler equal reps at left. Ta- I'm sorry, Tyron. This is going to be hard. <laughs> I don't want to get Tyron Smith, the veteran, equal snaps at left tackle and right tackle during training camp in order to try to get him ready for playing like one week of right tackle when he's no, I, be yeah going. i want him focusing on one position and knowing that that's going to be where he plays i right? just want tyler and tyron to stay on the left side you know and so the solution at right side needs to either be bringing peters back getting him ready in case that you can't have steel see what lewetsko can can do when he comes back see how where he's at see if ball can develop i thought ball i mean played better football like we yeah. i think we've seen improvement from ball and we're going to talk yeah, about I, him in just a second don't worry but but i think that the, you you need to look at some of these other options at right tackle um to get ready for steel but uh, to me obviously you're bringing back Terrence steel i wouldn't even be i mean i wouldn't be against a higher tender than that to be honest if i mean if they you know I, I just don't see somebody giving him a big contract coming off a torn ACL. That's that may be true. The torn ACL may have saved you a little bit there. So and, and if uh, and if you give him if you give him a second round tender and somebody wants to pay him and you get a second round pick back, it just makes your decision a lot easier with Tyron. So that's why I wouldn't worry about that one. Yeah, I mean, I, it's I just view him as such a valuable piece, you know. But I, 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 I don't disagree that the circumstance kind of does kind of play against him a little bit there, but. Yeah, I do think that you're right in the sense that we, we they need to have some kind of short-term contingency plan. Well, I mean, and a long-term contingency plan for what's going to happen if Terrence Steele goes down at right tackle. Uh, and, and it may be that the contingency plan is kind of what your starting lineup will be week one. All right. Uh, a couple questions before we move on. Number one, I do you see Jason Peters and Tyron Smith both returning to this team next year? Because I'll be honest, I don't. It feels like the Cowboys are going to pick one or the other. I think it depends on – I think it's all dependent on the money. I think, you know, it's like if they can get 
some reduction from Tyron. Maybe they can, you know, afford to kind of bring Jason back in a short-term situation. I mean, you know, it depends on what they feel like the development of Ball and Willetsko is well, during the it, offseason, it's just you know? numbers at that point, too. Like, mm-hmm. is Jason Peters going to be your fourth offensive tackle on game days once everybody's healthy? I don't know. Maybe he's okay with that. But I also think Jason Peters wouldn't mind playing. But at the same time, Jason Peters got hurt every single time he played, basically, an extended amount of snaps this year. So I don't know. I don't have a good feel for that. Yeah, I mean, I think for the Cowboys, it's like, look, we like you having you on the field when you're on the field, but you got to know that we have to even have an insurance policy for our insurance policies if, we're, if we have you on the team. So, uh, yeah, look, I mean, they're obviously going to have to play with a high number of tackles if Peters and, and Ty- uh, Tyron are on the team just because you got to insulate yourself with some young guys. So that's just part of the meal if you're going to keep both of those guys. And if you if you don't, then you've got to have trust that your – developmental tackles can do something for you at right tackle while you're waiting for Terrence Steele to come back. I, it's just, it's just a dangerous gambit, right? Because what if Terrence Steele doesn't come back uh, as, as quickly as you want, or has a setback or something uh, suddenly you're staring down the barrel of having a very nice left tackle, left tackle, left guard situation and a kind of very mixed right side. Uh, I got one more question. I want to ask you about this offensive tackle group before we get into the developmental players uh, down the roster. Before we do that, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on anything from money lines to point spreads to the number of three-pointers drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL and of the NBA. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Landon, um, I got a financial question for you. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Doesn't it make more sense long-term to move on from Tyron Smith, save $13.5 million, sign Connor McGovern, who's been a little bit up and down. I'm looking at over the cap right now. They project him to get $4.8 million per year in free agency. Sign McGovern to a two- or three-year deal and save a net $7 million. And now we don't have to worry about flipping Tyler Smith back from left guard to left tackle. You've got your left tackle and Tyler. You've got your left guard and Connor McGovern. You bring back Jason Peters as your swing tackle, and you just move forward with that group. I mean, I, I, look, I could get behind that. I, I don't know if I want to get behind the re-signing of Connor McGovern so much. 
Um, but but I, I, I there think, was games where he looked really good at the end of the year. Yeah, there were times. I, I just think that. I feel like we've seen it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know that I ever felt as confident at, with Connor McGovern as I did with Connor Williams at times, you know? And even though Connor Williams, you know, was pretty consistently had like one flaw to his game, it just felt like there was a little bit higher level of consistency. I do think that Connor McGovern was playing better football at the end of the year. And if you want to convince yourself that he could come into this next year, like taking a big step, then, then I think that that's – you know, something that you could, well, this was his first full year as a starter. That's yeah. I mean, that's absolutely true. It's, it's not like we haven't seen him plenty though before that. Um, But I I think that, you know, it's, it's tough to try to like sign a guy off of one year of what we just saw. Right. It's like, especially like a kind of, you know, more than, I mean, $5 million is, is not a lot of money, but it's, it's money for a guard. Um, And, and I feel like, each of these paths, like you're going to have to solve guard. <laughs> even, even if you don't bring, if you bring back Tyron, if you don't bring back Tyron, you've got to figure something out at guard, which is why I've been looking at a lot of guards in the draft, because I think probably so the solution the you need, what? So the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's because I, I think that, you know, they've got to solve this uh, through some youth as well. Um, you can bring back Connor McGovern and, and hope that he's taking a, a little bit of a step, but it's also just feels like not enough, you know, like a, a, not a step forward when you need a step forward and you're off. It feels like line. you're settling for like a B minus, right? That's, that's what it is. Right. Is that I, I like, I like Connor McGovern. I, I had no problem with him starting when, especially at the end of the year, he was playing pretty decent football. I do feel like the Cowboys could take a step forward here. Um, and there's opportunity. So uh, I, I, I think that no matter what the Cowboys do at tackle, they're going to have to figure out a guard. The question becomes, like, do you have Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith as your starter so the guard can be developed a little bit slower? Or are you saying goodbye to Tyron, Tyler is your left tackle, and now you're drafting for a starting left guard uh, probably in the first two rounds. So that's that's kind of you know where I'm at. I, I think that... I, I think that they probably will end up bringing Tyron back um, for one more year. It, it, uh, if that's the case, because he is under contract for one more year, you get yeah. it's easier to solve that left guard spot because they also have options, right? Like you could play Tyler Smith at left guard. Matt Farniak is somebody we like. He got hurt in the beginning of the year. If you needed him to get through, you know, a five six game stretch, I'm sure you could do that. He actually started a, a bunch of games this year when Connor McGovern got hurt, so. I I agree with you. I think that's the plan. It's just something to think about because you could save seven million, and that might be enough to bring Tony Pollard back, right? Just by making that one move or bringing Leighton Vander Esch back. So, uh, let's talk about the two developmental guys really quickly before we head yeah. out. Matt yeah. Willetsko and Josh Ball. Which one are you more excited about long term? I think Willetsko more long term uh, because I do think Willetsko can potentially. I mean, look, uh, you want to talk about best best situation. Best situation is that Willetsko goes absolutely nuts this offseason, goes to hangs out with Duke full time, uh, becomes an absolute monster, and is so good that you you know are considering him your swing tackle or left tackle uh, to the point where maybe even you feel like he could be your uh, starting right tackle week one if Terrence Steele comes back, right? Um. I, I do like Josh Ball. I do like what Josh Ball has done. 
Uh, and I think that, you know, he has played a lot better football, especially in the run game. Like that's where I think that's where I feel like when we're talking about uh, uh, Terrence Steele replacements, uh, when he, once he got injured, I think that that ball was probably, you know, on a per snap basis, you know, as good block run blocking as the rest of the guys that they had in there. Now it's pass blocking, the, the pass protection, that's the problem, yeah. right? But I think he, both of those guys can develop. But if you're asking me, like, who long-term I think has the brighter future, well, Lesko is just so athletic. And I, and I feel like so if he long can, and big. And so yep. long. If he can figure it out and get the technique down, I, I do think that there is a possibility that he could have that, that kind of, uh, you know, rise that you see. And I mean, this is not a great ex- example because he's different, but like Jordan uh, Malata from, from, uh, from the Eagles where it's like – He's just such a physical specimen that once he gets it, like it, he rises very quickly because he just is so natural at the position. I, I think the be- better comp is like Colt Miller for the Raiders. Yeah, that okay, that's good. Eight three hundred and ten yeah. pound offensive tackle that, and it, same thing. Miller dealt with a bunch of injuries early in his career, and it actually toughened him up a little bit. And now he's one of the better left tackles in the league. Now I'm not expecting that from Woletsko, well, but I kind of think this year went as well as it could have for what let's go in some ways, right? Like he mm-hmm. was on the practice squad. He got a couple reps in game and then he got stashed on IR for the whole year. And now he's going to be healthy for the off season program. And let's see, let's see if you can win the swing tackle job. You're not competing for a starting job, but go win a swing tackle job. I kind of like the developmental offensive tackles. The Cowboys have I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you know, and 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 you nailed nailed it on the head. When you're a developmental tackle, like or a developmental player, really in any position, but I think especially like tackles, quarterbacks, position tight ends, positions that take a while to develop, it's really important that you don't. Well, it's really it's not like you have a lot of control, but it's it's really tough on your career trajectory to bounce around a lot. Yeah, right? to get cut by this team, have to go to that team to learn how they do things. The best, like, like you mentioned, the best thing to happen to Let's Go is the, you know, the Cowboys were able to maintain him in their system, keep them he keep him throughout the throughout the season, and now be able to retain him through the the, the postseason, the regular season, off season, because consistency. Like building, stacking good days, learning the technique, getting consistent there, getting the same voice in your ear over and over again. That's what guys like that need in order to kind of get to the level that they need to be in order to be NFL starters. Also doesn't hurt that Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, and Jason Peters are in the same room as you. Yeah, exactly. All these Hall of Famers in this room, all these guys whose ears you can you can uh, you know be in and, and learn and and be a sponge. And honestly, that's a huge part of why Tyler Smith you know became as good Absolutely. as he did so quickly. Is he had a ton of great minds in that room with him. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go check out the show on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Another podcast coming out later today. Uh, where we answer your Twitter questions. So check that one out. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.